And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to another episode of this freaking show, the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. I'm your host, Travesty, and alongside me is Awkward Colin and Geek Cast Joe. How you guys doing tonight? Oh, I can't complain, can't complain. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Just finished yeah. a uh, pint of Pabst. So, like really? PBR? Yep. Oh, jeez. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I needed to buy a lager for... I'm making some Irish stew later this week. Okay. And it was uh, $4.59 for a sixer of pints. So, now i got to drink five of those and use one for the soup. Gotcha. <laughs> well, the, um, uh, the guy who edits our show, Derek, uh, he's a Paps guy. I'm sure he'd appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad for a cheap cheap thing yeah i've i've never been a fan of it i think i've had it like twice but i think the problem is i had it when i was sober so maybe that's why i didn't like it mm. <laughs> i don't know i'm sober tastes just fine yeah i, I don't know i guess it's, I guess, as, um, it's as good as bad or core as coors or old style or <laughs> bud light Oh, don't be messing with Travis's Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're you're kind of you're kind of blending a lot of uh, lot of beers there that shouldn't be. I mean, that's like me calling uh, that's like me calling Guinness and uh, Curious Traveler the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which they are not. No, oh, they no. are not. No, I mean, no, they both suck, but they're not the same. <laughs> See, that's how that's how I suck. feel about all the ones that I've named. <laughs> Oh jeez, yeah. That, that well, that's the thing. Like, I thought you were like a craft beer drinker. I am I, generally. I just didn't fit the budget this week. Plus, cheap beer is better for soup. So, oh yeah, check it. Too. Well, it's like when uh, my mom used to make uh, beer brats when we were younger. You know, you just pulled out Bush Light. Yep. <laughs> Get yourself some yeah, you Schlitz. Don't need, a, <laughs> need a strong beer for like beer brats or anything. Oh, food related. Oh, not at all. You, you, you just use cheap beer. I mean, it cooks away all the alcohol, anyways. You know, you might as well cook it with those duels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you got to drink the rest. What would happen if you <laughs> it with like some super high contented alcohol? I don't know. We could try it. About it. <laughs> we can. I mean, might as well. Like I mean, a whiskey almost, stew. <laughs> we're just taking ideas of like normal recipes and doing our own thing with them anyways the last couple of nights anyways, so. Yeah, yeah. We tweak them. That's what we need to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anything new and exciting? Uh, Count, you uh, you started school again this week? I did. And, in fact, I'm actually working on it right now. So. <laughs> um, but, yes, I'm back in school. Two classes, a math class, and a what I believe is a website programming class HTML5 so wow that's, that's that'll, groovy that'll, that'll definitely help us uh, with um, our social uh, media for yeah. our show so that's a great thing oh speaking of social media and everything um, I was going to wait to the end of the show but I want to share this awesome surprise with you guys if you haven't heard um, What's up, po- Travis? Our podcast can be found on iTunes now. It can. Oh, yes. I keep forgetting right. about that. Yeah. I 
I, I I sat there, I couldn't sleep one night, and I'm like, you know what, I gotta figure this out, because there has to be a simple way to do it. And apparently it was, because I was able to do it. Fantastic. Um, yeah, no difficulty was, uh, whatsoever, so uh, now you can find our um, our shows on iTunes. You can find it on our website or on iTunes um, every week. Freaking A right. Perfect. So it's just it's just another step forward, and then hopefully by the end of this month, our uh, our website should launch. <laughs> um, so that's currently in the works. I'm happy for that too. Uh, I'm just I'm just happy. I mean, we're just we just keep moving forward. Yeah, that's what we need to keep up the pace. So right. Word. <laughs> uh, Joey, you went back to school, right? You just started a couple weeks ago. I did. Uh, not that- even a couple weeks ago. A couple days ago. Okay. Okay. How's that going for you? It's good. Uh, I was mostly sick last week, so I was kind of just exhausted in class, but not bad. Learning some theology, learning some pastoral care and counseling, and some church history. So. Awesome. Awesome. Now a lot of uh, a lot of your classes are. are I'm not. I'm not sure if it's a lot of them or all of them. Are they? Um, classroom related or you have online courses as well uh all of the ones i'm taking this semester i have to go to class for okay so there were there was some opportunities to do some online but i've got them consolidated to where i'm basically only in class on tuesdays and wednesdays so i figure there's no difference especially since i live across the street (laughs) like that makes things easy yeah unlike for me I have to, like, <laughs> what is it, like a 45-minute drive from here? Right. I'm on sure. a good day, yeah. Yeah, on a good day. On a good day when people can drive normally and uh, there's no snow. Yeah, and then on the days that I actually do have to go in for tests, it's right after work, so it's rush hour. So. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, hey, I mean, congrats to you guys for, uh, you know, because – Continuing your education, which is awesome. Thank you. I will uh, continue to not do school. I hope mine pays off. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, like always, I guess uh, I kind of want to start this show on, I guess, a downer kind of uh, conversation. Um, You guys uh, guys, uh, pay attention to this freaking thing, Um, Flint, Michigan. My goodness, yes. Haven't paid much attention to it. Well, um, from my understanding of it, and I've only been kind of listening to like bits and pieces here until uh, recently. Um, Flint, Michigan, uh, originally got all their water from uh, I believe it was Lake Huron through uh, through Detroit. Through Detroit, yeah. Okay, and eventually they figured out that what they want to do is they want to save money and just get the water from the Flint River. And I think it was uh, was it 2014. Um, they they actually did that. They actually transferred their water supply from uh, Lake Huron over to Flint River. Yep. And they never, um, what was it? I guess they never like fixed the pipes or um, they uh, they didn't they didn't. So the the acidity of the water from Detroit was lower than the acidity of the water from the river, and so the river water ate away the pipes. In a way that the Detroit water wasn't doing. Yeah, and uh, well, it started it started rusting the pipes. Yeah, yeah, it started uh, eating them away and and causing the lead from the pipes to get into the drinking water. 
Yeah, it was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I think, yeah, no, I wasn't. Like, I mean, this and what well, this been going on. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the exact for month, for a couple but... of years. I don't know exactly when in 2014. What I have seen of the thing is that I guess they're getting charged quite a bit of money for their water, and they pretty much can't even use it. No, yeah, they they completely stopped using all the water, and they're actually having uh water brought in like i think colin you actually uh yeah mentioned something that budweiser donated some water yeah anheuser what is it fifty one thousand uh things of water cans yeah. i guess yeah i think you showed me a little picture of it, it was like a budweiser can that said water along the side yeah it was a that's crazy yeah but uh oh, that's good yeah, I mean, it was uh, was it um, it was declared uh, I believe what last Thursday that the uh, governor uh, thought it out to be a major disaster. Yeah, and uh, what well, he asked like ninety six million dollars for uh, relief efforts. Yeah, that's that's the price of fixing the pipes, from what I understand. Oh no, no, it's actually much higher than that. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, no kidding. I have an article right here. Uh, okay. Oh, no, it would have to be. Yeah, you're right. Okay, go on. Governor Snyder estimated the cost of replacing Flint's water infrastructure at $767 million. That's a lot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the um, the $96 million is what they were asking for in, like, a relief effort. But they, they were denied it because the uh, disaster was man-made. Jeez. And uh, I think it was like 10, 10 different politicians are in trouble for this, I guess, situation. No, oh, I, I would imagine. the um, There was a press conference back when they first switched over where the uh, that governor actually took like a bottle of the water and it was like brown. And he was like, you guys are just, you guys are just wimps, a bunch of complainers. And he actually drank it like just, just to prove a point. Yeah. The stones, the stones to do that. No, no, he's still alive. He's not even been indicted or investigated yet. Okay. Yeah, and what's crazy is now that you're telling me that that price figure, um, uh, there was an email that was released last night that shows that they actually would have saved eight hundred million dollars over the course of the next thirty years by sticking with the Detroit water. The Detroit. Uh, water service was going to offer them a 50% reduction in cost. And they still switched to the Flint River. So it's not even like necessarily a cost-saving measure. Governor Mm -hmm. Snyder might just be an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I know they, uh, because of this whole situation, they actually um, reverted back to uh, the original Detroit water. But pretty much the damage that's happened has already happened. Yeah. Um, I, I, from this article, it shows that uh, 10 people have already died from Legionnaire's disease. Jeez. Oh, wow. Yeah. All because they thought they could save some money by switching water, but yeah, I guess, uh, I guess somebody fucked up bad. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yikes. That's, that's just, that's messed up. And like, when I, and when I first heard it, like when I, when I first heard what was going on, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Like my, my dad, <clears throat> My dad once in a while had an issue like with his water down in Cullum. And I, Colin, I don't know if you remember, but once in a while, 
um, I think it was Wilton Center would have a problem with their water with like mercury and all that. Yeah, I kind of remember that. See, I thought it was just something like that, like it was a mercury issue. I didn't realize <laughs> this was a really bad, a really bad situation. Yeah, the worst is the kids who are going to be affected, you know? Oh, oh and, and who have been affected. Because, uh, you know, children are much more easily affected by lead in their systems than adults are, you know? Yeah, it says uh, officials remain concerned that damaged pipes could continue to leach lead, which can cause cognitive damage in children and kidney issues in adults. The officials were also investigating whether the contaminated water was connected to the recent outbreak of Legionnaire disease that killed 10 people. Ugh. Jeez. So it's, I mean, it, it it's a horrible situation, and it's, 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 it's kind of crazy how they considered it a man-made disaster where they wouldn't help. Right. All right. It's crazy to me. I totally, I totally get the, like, it was man-made, but I don't see why they wouldn't provide the emergency help, you know? Because obviously they need it. They need the help because, you know, it's a real bad situation, to say the least. Oh, yeah. But, like, it all comes down to money, so everything does. Yep. So, blows my mind. Yep. Well, there's a lot of stupid people in the world, I guess, and uh, <laughs> I guess Flint, Michigan is one of them. Well, not not the town itself, I guess, just the uh, politicians. Right. Yeah. Certainly yeah, at least the governor of Michigan. Yeah. I guess there's no way I'm going to blame the 100,000 population of uh, Flint for this. No, no, you can't. Absolutely not. I was uh, I was going to look on uh, line, but <coughs> sorry. I never got a chance to. I wonder if there's like any like relief fund or fundraisers going on for them right now. There probably is. I don't know. Well, Let's find out. Relief <coughs> fund. Uh, looks like there's a couple of GoFundMe's. Yeah. But it looks like that's about it. Uh, that's surprising. Well, if you, if you already found it, why don't you go ahead and uh, find one of those. Maybe we'll just throw a link or something uh, below. If somebody wants to contribute or help out or something like that, you know, it'll be right there for them. Yep, we'll do. Yeah. Well, I think I'll go with the how to help. As opposed to one of the GoFundMe's. That, so, that sorry, good. folks, you'll have to do a little bit more reading, but I have a suspicion <laughs> that you'll actually help them as opposed to helping somebody who was just like, hey, I can profit off of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Why Why is this dog whining so much? <laughs> I don't know. Cooper? Yeah, he's like, he's walking around, he's walking around the studio here, whimpering and whining. It's just, uh, when was the last time he was taken out? Uh, right before I called, right before we started. Okay. I went to go let him out too, and I went to go let him out while I'm wearing my awesome new headset, and he just stood there and stared at me. (laughs) But I still love him. 
Oh, yeah, you can't not love him. I know. Even a... when he's a little shit. <laughs> like always. Chewing, like always. Chewing things up. I did find out but, that uh, he does not like uh, that you lift his gums up and show his teeth. He does not like that. <laughs> Why? Did you do that tonight? I did it several times while we were uh, laying there watching TV. I do that all the time to him. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> I know he doesn't. He hates having his paws touched. <laughs> he despises that. Uh, were you gonna uh, Were you gonna say some Colin before I interrupted you with a story of my dog? Oh yeah, I was gonna say, uh, I with that uh, Michigan situation. I heard that there was a whole bunch of like celebrities donating like a million bottles of water or something to them too. Oh, I'm sure. I know Mark Wahlberg was one. I don't know the others so <coughs> yeah it was this walmart uh jimmy fallon share pearl jam big sean puff daddy yeah six, what is this? this is uh walmart and others promise flint 6.5 million water bottles walmart coca-cola and nestle and PepsiCo are announcing today to donate about 176 and truckloads of water. Nice. nice. Yeah, donation includes providing up to 6.5 million bottles of water for more than 10,000 Flint students through what is this, December 31st. So congrats for already doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that would uh, be awesome. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. This is actually December 31st of this year. Wow. Until December? Yeah, yeah. I was, well, I'm seeing it reading it because obviously I don't look at my sources before I read them. So I'm assuming they're talking <laughs> about last year, but it says right here donation includes providing up to 6.5 million bottles of water for more than 10,000 Flint students through December 31st. And this was released, uh, was it today? Okay. Wow. Yeah. So for, I guess throughout the whole year, I guess they're assuming that this problem is going to. Continue that long. Yeah. Wow. Uh, The efforts is the last push in a growing campaign to aid the Belligard city of 99,000 residents who have been advised to drink bottled water or use filters under taps before consuming it after the water was tainted. Wow. That sucks. I, you know, prayers, prayers for Flint. Yeah. yeah, indeed. I will remember to hashtag that. <laughs> hashtag Flint. <laughs> um, well, today is the first time in a long time where we don't have a guest. Indeed and it's not it special. So uh, I know we're going to do something that Colin loves doing, and that's uh, reviewing some... Um, random stuff. Some random stuff, random shit. Yes. So... Um, who, uh, who cares to go first? Man, you never know what you have out there. I mean, keeping with the water situation, (laughs) I mean, I guess this article came back out in, uh, or this, what I'm about to say came out in 2014 and 
I haven't heard anything else on it. I can't find anything else on it. But a guy created a water bottle that actually will condense human water or hu- humidity in the air. Oh, okay. To make it <laughs> drink human water. Yes. So you're urine? <laughs> no. It will condense like water vapor in the air to water. Fantastic. And we'll just fill up a water bottle. Um I like I said, it's from two thousand fourteen. I don't know. I can't seem to find anything else on it, but I heard about this the other day and I was just like, that's pretty amazing and if this this would be like something that would be amazing to have right now with the Flint situation. Um just by setting it outside and then it automatically just fills the bottle up with water. You know? That's awesome. But it seems like it is mostly used for like biking. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. When people are biking, but it's a little like attachment and I also saw like a video where they um like don't have it attached to a bike and it just stood there and filled up. But it blows my mind how they can do that. So, so to um, look into this up or find information on this, um, who who who's actually creating this? Is this like something we're thinking of, or is this a different country? Um, hold on, Lisa. I'm assuming. <laughs> Assuming the article says something about a Swiss scientist. Yeah, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's some guy. Create it was created by some guy called Christoph Retzar, something. Yeah. I don't know what nationality is, but uh, he was up for the James Dyson Award, and I'm not sure what exactly that is, but I'm. From the name, I'm going to assume that it has to deal with the Dyson vacuum cleaners. So, Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's the same company. Probably not. But, I mean, sorry. Yes, James Dyson is the guy who invented the Dyson vacuum cleaner. Yes. I believe. Um, oh, wow. And this... Uh, I mean, you can definitely the, win awards for being innovative. Yeah. The foundation is actually out of... It's a trust based out of Chicago. I did not know that. Yeah. But that is fantastic. Been going on since 07. Woo. So definitely very interesting things. That yeah, I mean that I mean it's, it seems like a, a great concept, you know. I mean especially like have you ever seemed to fall into situations where you think you may be like lost, stranded, deserted somewhere, and you really don't have you know water around? I mean, you know, at least that could be an option. It just I guess kind of depends on how long it takes um, to fill a water bottle with humidity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, if you're stranded in a real dry, deserty area in in Arizona, it's probably not going to be that great. Right, you're just sitting there staring at this bottle, waiting for it to fill up, sweating. 
<laughs> Might as well drink your pee at that point. Yep. <laughs> oh. So yeah, did um, did you say uh where they were as far as uh making this like dream a reality? Um, all I can find is that they were looking for crowdfunding, um, or wanting to get involved in crowdfunding for it. Um, I don't think they were actually. Yeah, they are. Like I said, this article is from 2014. Um, but the creator of it, that Retzar, was looking at crowdfunding and also investors. Fantastic. So, and they said the the prototype would cost less than forty dollars to even make. So that's pretty cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, wow. Uh, produces half of a liter Fantastic. of water in an hour, subject to hot and humid air. The Fontus. Yes. The Fontus. Half, half a liter in an hour? Yeah. I guess 17 I mean, fluid ounces, so a water bottle. Yeah, it ain't too bad. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. So. I like it. I, I hope something like that does happen. I mean, I... Obviously, I'm not active, so being stuck in a desert won't happen for me, but <laughs> and I'll, I'll get water from the faucet right? because I don't live in Flint, so I can do that shit. <laughs> oh, yep. that's low, blow. I soon. know, right? Too soon. It's way too soon because it just happened like two months ago. Right. And we were just talking about it? Yeah, like two minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, Again. Oh, Prayer sure Flint. Um, yeah, I mean that that sounds like an awesome idea. Um, hopefully they do get like some kind of um not GoFundMe, what's the other one that uh Kickstarter? Indiegogo. Kickstarter, go go. Indiegogo would be okay too. Indiegogo. Um, yeah, you know, hopefully they get something like that start because I think that would definitely benefit the more active outgoing um I guess adventure type. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Maybe I'd become an adventurer if this was a thing I could get. Right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I it won't oh, do it for me. But looks like it is. No, maybe not. It says pan, pan, pending <laughs> on oh. their products page. I found their product page. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't find that for some reason. That's because you're not Geek Cash Joe. That's. Uh, that's a good possibility. It's also probably because I'm half concentrated on homework. It's probably that. <laughs> so, but yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah. What That's is it? Fantastic. A... Is you get the bike too? <laughs> one is for your bicycle. One is for your backpack. Okay, gotcha. Looks like, but it's not like you can. They don't have a place where I can buy it yet. I don't think it's uh, for purchase. Right. Says don't hesitate to contact them. Mm, my hesitation is that I don't really want to buy it just yet. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have anything awesome that sure. you've uh, heard about? Absolutely, I do. It's actually something that's a uh, I'm actually surprised to find out it has been around for quite a while. Um, at some point in our lives, we've all used a 
the uh, table saw, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And we all have had that fear of uh, losing a finger. Yep. Do you know that there is a table saw out there that not only will cut your wood, but if your finger comes in contact with the blade, the blade will disengage or it will collapse into the uh, table and you would have nothing but a little scratch on your finger? That's amazing. Uh, Isn't it? I think I heard that that is it senses moisture. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it, 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 it sense the uh, moisture and the uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, I forget what it's called now because yeah, um, <laughs> it it it, it senses something on your skin. I can't remember what it is. If it's the oils on the skin or like you know the skin cells, but basically there's something that it senses. Something that comes off your skin to the point where the blade will just stop. Wow. Yeah. It's called um it's called saw stop um it's called saw stop. You can find it at sawstop.com. Um <laughs> Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah. Uh small electrical signal from your skin. There you go. Um yeah, it started uh started back in nineteen ninety nine. Uh the technology is uh it was created by a guy named uh, Steve Gass, actually Doctor Steve Gass. I won't uh, take away his title that I'm sure he earned. Um, he created the technology for the uh, table saw, and in 2004, the first table saw uh, was actually sold. It was created and sold. Uh, between then and currently, they have sold uh, a lot of saws, saved over a thousand, I guess, fingers, if you will. Appendages. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Um, it's based on Oregon, and you know, looking at the prices of these table saws, they're not really that expensive. I think they range somewhere between twelve to fifteen hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, and and considering the hospital bills, you're potentially saving. Exactly right. Um, I mean, and they have they have so many different types of saws. You know, they got the industrial ones, so you know the big. Uh, Construction workers and stuff like that. You know, you got the smaller ones for like the hobbyists and everything. Um, it's I when I when I, I first I first saw this on Facebook probably a couple months ago, and I really didn't think much of it because all I saw was a um, a video of a guy putting a piece of wood and a hot dog through a saw, <laughs> <laughs> and I. I didn't take it seriously because I didn't think it was anything real. I mean, obviously on Facebook, half the things on it is just people fucking around. I don't know. Um, I saw that quote by Abe Lincoln on the internet that all the things on the internet are true. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. You got me there, Joe. Shame on on me for not listening. (laughs) But... But I didn't, I didn't take it seriously. And then uh, the other day, you know, I was thinking about, you know, what, what I'm going to talk about on this show and everything. And I saw it again. And I'm like, you know, it would be cool if something like that was real. And, you know, I just watched the video and I gave a website and I looked it up and it is very real. And apparently they put the hot dog through it because they didn't want to kind of like just use their own real finger there first. So it's right. It's an amazing, amazing thing. Um, this is it's awesome. Um, I definitely recommend if any high school or anywhere has a shop class to definitely put these in it because I know idiots I went to high school with and I'm pretty sure they're no different now than they were then. Yeah. If anything, they're worse. 
<laughs> Just years of conditioning. Yeah. Oh. So, but yeah, I mean, it's it's an incredible thing. Um, you could look at, you know, if you guys are interested, looking for a new table saw or something like that, you know, sawstop.com. You can buy it by the model, by what kind of use you want to get out of it. They'll tell you a little history about the company um, and the dealers that are around you where to buy it. Um, I want to say that the dealerships are normally like in the Midwest region, but I think it's kind of uh, throughout the entire country, which is also pretty Gotcha. Or you can buy it online. You can buy it online if you just rather, you know, if you want to be like me and just have your shit delivered to you. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, it's. I just, I just, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just amazed. I mean, you guys gotta watch the video on you know, how it is and everything. And yeah, even just reading the look, like looking at the pictures from the testimonials, like that's just unbelievable. Yeah. Well, and that, that's it's weird. It's like I mean, like this guy created this technology 17 years ago right you know it's like i mean i guess when you think about it like i mean it's awesome but like if you thought of 17 years ago why is why is it not being utilized everywhere so much now right i mean it's i mean it's almost it's almost 20 years right like it took less than half that time for the iphone to be the most popular phone in the world (laughs) exactly (laughs) <laughs> and I feel like more people cut wood than never mind. No, more people probably text. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably. I don't know. You probably can't count most of them as people cause they're still children. Yeah. yeah. Just kidding. Children are people. Eh, like half, nah. like half of people. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's two counts as one person. <laughs> and then there's all the gingers out there. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. Fuck I it. can say it because I am one. They don't have souls. Hashtag right? redheaded stepchildren. <laughs> Beat you like a redhead stepchild. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. I said that more times when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Yep. <laughs> Sorry That's about fantastic. Meh. That, <laughs> <laughs> it happens. At least. At least we both know it wasn't anything but a joke. Yep. Don't get offended by it. I am not, even remotely. Okay, good. Other people might be, but that's their problem, not mine. Too many pussies in this world today. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, you ever notice that? I mean, like, I mean, Grad, like, you know, I think bullying is probably the worst thing in the fucking world. But, I mean, have you realized how sensitive people are nowadays? Oh, yeah. God forbid they get a paper cut. <laughs> God forbid somebody calls them a name. We have to have a lawsuit on them. There was just enough of a space. <laughs> I, I thought you <laughs> between, were going... Between mm and aim, that I did not know where you were going with that. And I was like, like no, stop it. Uh, it was. I felt like a person watching a car accident. <laughs> like, I couldn't... I couldn't Try to stop you fast enough. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't get what was so funny. Okay. Uh, no, that's okay. You don't. That's fine. I'm glad that you don't. <laughs> oh, no. You, I'm going to explain this. You innocent, innocent being <laughs> you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain this because, okay, there was, I, I don't know if it was a glitch or a pause in what you were saying, but when you went to say the word name, all you heard was, mm. 
when you said, <laughs> yeah, because you have those. Mm. Okay, and me and Joseph both, knowing who you are, with with your... With Don't your, start anything. No, hold on a second, hold on a second. No, no, no. With, with, your, with your concept of saying before you think, <laughs> we're going for, I think, an example... Not not say that you were going to say because of you know you know you hate people, but I think because of uh, an example you wanted to give. I think uh, we would. I think we would have had to have done our first censor of the show. Right. No, I wasn't. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I, I know. But... I know. I know. I know. And I trusted you not to. It's just that for just a second. Yeah. Like well, just just for the split pause where my where the the signal cut off between mm and aim. Well, for all of you out there, I was not going to say an explicit word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if, I, if, <laughs> as much as they thought I was, that's not what I was going to say at all. If you know Colin, Colin loves everybody. I right. Do. He just he sometimes. I've gets never even heard him use the word that. Exactly. I'm assuming so. <laughs> But yeah, uh, anyway. Whew. Yeah. Crisis averted. <laughs> Insensitive people. Okay? I mean, they I just I just don't get how people became soft all of a sudden. And I think what it is and and maybe it's just in my opinion, but I don't think it's people themselves are becoming sensitive as it is based on how they're growing up through their parents. Oh, that's exactly what it is. Like I think, I think it's people, or not people. I think it's parents who coddle their children into a state that you know nothing should ever happen to them. If it is, it's an offensive, bad, wrong thing. Exactly. I, think I people, know a couple people like that. Yeah, and uh, I, people, I feel like I feel like that's part of it. I think it's also fed by the ability to be on the internet and connect with other people who have similar issues. Yeah. And so it like magnifies your problem. Like if you and I have the same problem. And maybe we don't know each other, but uh, if we meet on the internet and I'm like, hey, I have this problem, and you're like, hey, I have this problem too, then now on the internet in front of everybody, because that's how posts happen, uh, now it looks like that lots of people are having the same problem and talking about it a lot, and it generates kind of a little thunderstorm of issue, I think, especially on sites like Tumblr, where these things can get reblogged really, really quickly. Yeah. So I, I think it's All a little bit of both. Media sites. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a little bit of parental conditioning that's maybe gone a little bit uh, not off the deep end. I mean, it's a little bit off the deep end, but it's like like it's an overreaction from previous parts of culture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we've gone from a very like beat your kids until they know what's good and what's right type of mentality to the exact opposite and now i think it needs to come back towards the middle <laughs> yeah well i mean so. like and it i don't know it's just it's so messed up and it's it's like one of the things like and i i think like not only like is it you know like you know the parent thing like i said i think it's kind of like how I guess society is. I mean, is that what you're kind of trying to say? Is society too? Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit, I I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I think it's just more of a, like on the pendulum of culture, 
we swung really hard one way and now we're swinging really hard the other way. And I think it's swinging further because of things like the invention of the internet. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no happy median. It's like, right. but, and, and that's the thing. Like, and I think the biggest thing that bothers me is I saw something on Facebook and I, I'm not, I, I can't take the time to search it right now, but I think if you haven't seen it, somebody who's listening has seen this. And if somebody can find it, find it for me. Um, it was like a flyer or something like that. And I don't know if this flyer was actually shown at like colleges and stuff. But Colin, I think, I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, it was, it was talking about a guy and a girl who went to a party and got drunk. They both got drunk. Oh yeah. That poster. They both had sex. Um, he didn't know what he was doing. She didn't know what she was doing. So he had, you know, drunken sex and she got raped. Even yeah. though they were both drunk, they both didn't know what they were doing. They both consented to sex. She got raped, and he's in the wrong. Well, right, according to according the to the poster, that our country is. That's the way the world's going. It's always the guy's fault, even though they're both shit faced. It's automatically going to be the guy's fault. Why? Because the guy's the one that can impregnate somebody. Because guys are are bad people. Yeah, it's. Don't get me started, <laughs> Colin. I want Don't you to get, get started. started. I want you to get started, Colin. No, we're not gonna get started. We should. You know what? I will say one of these times. Maybe we should have a conversation about this because I I get where you're coming from, but like I'm a pretty hardcore feminist, so this might be an interesting conversation to have later on. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, was I mean, was a feminist have to do with being equal? I mean, everything. Because I mean, the actual definition of feminism is that men and women are at least equitable, if not equal. Well, our fucking country doesn't want it. Oh, I don't disagree with you there. <laughs> They'd rather see the men get punished and not the women. Even though women have full responsibility of the same shit that happens. Yeah. Not all the time. Yes, granted. That is not always the case. But guess what? It's easily able for a guy and a girl to be in a relationship they get in an argument he raped me guess what even though they had consensual sex that woman will win because she said that he raped him or whatever right and that's a serious problem that definitely needs to be dealt with i don't deny that at all that's well it's like it's like okay like you look back like in high school and everything let's say that you're a senior 17 years old and you're dating a girl who's 16 also, when you graduate from high school, become 18 years old, you have a choice. You can either break up with her instantly or you – You're a kinda, pedophile. Yeah, or you kind of risk and see what happens. You know, eventually what's, what may or may not happen if, you know, she's a shitty person, the parents are a shitty person, whatever. If you're dating this girl, you're 18 years old, even if she's 17 years old in some, in some parts of the country. I don't know what the legal age is anywhere else. But I know in Illinois, even though the legal age consent is 17, if you're 18 dating a 17-year-old, she's still a minor. If you break up with her, she could instantly say that you slept with her. You guys had sex when she, when, uh, she was 17, you were 18, and automatically you're a sex offender. Right, yeah, and that's then that's a problem that I think needs to be dealt with as well. You well, won't yeah. see that. I, I just, I think if anything you will find very rare cases where that's the opposite, where the guy is the girl's considered a sex offender over the guy. 
even if it was she was the older one and he was the younger one. Right, absolutely. And I think it's the, the same the same issues tend to show up in terms of domestic violence. There's very little domestic violence prevention for men and there's very few domestic violence shelters for men. Um most most of the domestic violence uh uh sort of protection is designed around women and children. And oh, yeah, a lot of it is from a mentality of of Men are the strong ones. Men are the angry ones. Men don't deal with their issues without their fists or without drinking or without this or without that. And those are all issues that need to be dealt with. Absolutely. And um, I don't know where I was going with that. I didn't have an end game. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I agree. It's, it's issues that need to be dealt with. Absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, and like, I mean, it's just, I and I can't. I don't even know. I don't even know how. I can't. I don't know if I could agree with you when you say that you know you're biased towards feminism either, because it's like, it's it's women. I mean, in the whole point of women wanting to be equal is to have just the same, you know, consequences or successes that men have. You know, like, um, don't, they, don't they appear to be weaker just for the fact that they go around saying like, "Oh, he broke my heart. Guess what? He fucking raped me." I mean, I'm not saying all women are like that. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Shitty um, women. Shitty women are like that. Right. <laughs> shitty people are like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's, I mean, if, if, if a guy was dating a girl and a girl dumped her and he broke his heart and said, like, oh, she raped me, who's going to take him seriously? Yeah. Right. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's the same thing as, like, when, um, <laughs> when a high school male comes forward because a teacher slept with him and... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, society wants to pat him on the back like, man, you you banged the hot teacher. Well done. But she goes to prison. Yeah. You know, but, but and, and at the same time, because he's a male, no one takes time to consider the fact that that is in fact statutory rape and he probably needs therapy in spite of whatever. You know what I mean? He, he yeah. has probably put himself in a situation where, or been put in a situation, I should say, because we don't blame the victim. Um if they're truly a victim, uh, then, you know, he, he might have a total disintegration of his respect for authority or a total disintegration of his understanding of how authority should work. So these are definitely issues that need to be dealt with. Um, I think when it comes to, uh, to women who do that to men, I'm not entirely sure that they're being feminist when they do that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The point of feminism is to say that, that men and women should be treated equitably. And I think there's there's a, a big myth in our society that's an issue where we talk about the idea of equality. Like, equality is the idea that we all get the same box to stand on, even though we don't necessarily have the same height to see over the wall. Equity is the shortest person gets the tallest box so that she can see the wall, whereas the tallest person gets the shortest box, or maybe no box at all, because they can see over the wall without it. And I think yeah. what, what feminism, what, what it really is trying to achieve is equita- equitability or equity between the sexes. Men gen- generally have a greater advantage in our society because our society tends to be patriarchal. Uh, men tend to be able to speak more in classes or speak more in business meetings, partially because they've been 
conditions to believe that they're entitled to speak more, and partially because women have been entitled or have been conditioned to believe that they're not entitled to speak as much or at all. Um, that's part of it. The other part of it is just the fact that our society says this is what the way it's supposed to be. There is not supposed to be a place for a woman in the workplace. And no matter how many rules we make about it, until our whole mindset changes to make it equitable between the sexes, it's never going to work out, is how I feel about it. <laughs> okay, so sort of you're saying there's a difference between equitable and equality then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, equal, not- is, equal is we all get the same thing. Equitable is we get the thing that we need to make everybody not the same, but the same. Yeah, but is, I, I, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, like you're like what you're saying by you know being able to you know stand just as tall as everyone else. Right. You know, exactly. Getting someone shorter than me a taller box. I, right. I mean, I get what, I get what you're saying, and that's all well and good. Yeah, I mean, that's I, equity. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I never thought that's what they want. They wanted they wanted to be treated just the same. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't think they do. <laughs> Only right. because it doesn't make any sense. Does Does your wife have any idea what you're talking about? And is she staring at you like, "Who the fuck does Trevor think she he is?" I don't know. I she's She's currently looking away from me. It could be. Uh, <coughs> she might be supportive. She might not be of what I'm saying right now. All, all I know is that <laughs> if, if she's oh, she... supporting every word you're saying, <laughs> she, she she says she loves me and she loves everything I was just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's Woo. basically her way of saying, fuck whoever is disagreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're saying all the right things, she defends me. <laughs> that whoever uh, you're talking to is a complete ass. No, hey. I don't think she's saying that. No. But, I mean, I, I, I do agree with what you're saying. I just think, okay, maybe in, like, work-related situations, stuff like that. Um, yes, maybe that is 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. When it comes to a a criminal act or a crime like rape. Yeah. That that's where that's where the bullshit falls. Yeah, yeah. Because and and I think I, I definitely agree with you. There are some issues, especially in sentencing and in the whole process for um for how evidence is gathered and things like that. Um on the other hand, there are a lot of women who have experienced um uh They've been treated as though they wanted it, or they've been treated as though, you know, because there's this sort of misconception that this happens all the time, that men are always falsely accused of rape. Um, uh, I think a lot of people, a lot of judges, a lot of police officers have this mentality that, oh, most rapes are false. But I think the reality is that most rapes actually happen, and most of them actually are, they either go unreported or are certainly underreported because women are so afraid of admitting it, because there's this weird cult of virginity in our culture, and I'm going to get in trouble as a person who's going to be a pastor for talking about this, but we have this weird (laughs) cult of virginity where, um, you know, there's that family guy joke, uh, which soda do you want, the one that's only been opened and drank by one person, or the one that everybody put their dick in? Hmm. You know what I mean? And so there's this sort of idea where, where a woman, if she has sex, regardless of whether or not it's consensual, suddenly may feel devalued. And so if she is not in, if she's been forcibly made to have sex with somebody, then uh, 
she she's not only dealing with the trauma of having been raped, she's dealing with the trauma of suddenly no longer having that value to society that society says that she should have. And when she goes to um, a doctor or uh, a police officer and says, hey, I need a rape kit because I need to be able to get the DNA out of me to prove that I've been raped, you know, there may be weird things that happen in that process that because she's no longer a virgin, or maybe she wasn't a virgin before she was raped. And and so there's this, this whole huge system that makes it very difficult for women to get the help they need. And so I think the backlash to that is making men out to be pigs when we're not. And I think that the backlash is wrong, but I think that the, the initial issue also needs to be dealt with. But I also think that there's a lot more men that get raped. Like you said, we don't say anything. We won't say anything. Right, right. It's just as shameful. And in fact, I would say even more shameful because um, because there's this idea that men want sex. Men need sex. Men must have sex or else they can't function. Yeah. And and so it's impossible. Like the, the, the extreme version of it is it's impossible for a man to get raped because men always want sex. Yeah. And I think that that's... that's also of an extremely damaging, extremely horrible myth. And that's how I feel about it. <laughs> oh, I agree. <laughs> I also think it has, has to fall down onto the media, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. If we... you put... Yeah, men are getting raped. Nobody's going to watch that. Right. You put stories of women getting raped. Yeah, oh, we got to see... Right, suddenly it's a human interest story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I just, I feel like there are a lot more, like, Bill Cosby's in the world. People who are willing to go ahead and use quaaludes on, on young, impressionable people. Oh, than yeah. there are, uh, like, the women who accuse the Duke basketball team. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, fuck Bill Cosby. Right? Well, I think that's the problem, is people don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh shit! Yeah, you know this. I mean, this this is kind of um. Oh, maybe this should be a hot topic for a future show. Yeah, it's it's and it's you know what? It's a hard topic to deal with, and there are a lot of really really strong issues, both negative and positive, on either side that that ought to be dealt with. And and I don't I don't think that the short like twenty minute segment we've just had is. <laughs> sufficient to really cover all the bases and and consider all of the emotions that could play into it. Well, uh, yeah, you know, we'll 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 definitely revisit this, but I think we need to have like a uh, a female presence to be part of this. Absolutely, absolutely, definitely, I'm definitely. perfectly cool with that. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> um, uh, Joey, um. <laughs> 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 you know what? I do. I uh, I do have a thing that I can talk about other than uh, uh, horrible human behavior. <laughs> uh, although it's going to fall into the category of horrible human behavior. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I finally I finally got around to watching Ex Machina, or Ex Machina, depending on how you say how it today. How did you like it? Um, I thought it was phenomenal. So did I. I thought it was a really great film. Um, um, for a I mean, just for shits and giggles, you kind of want to explain what that is? Yes, absolutely. Um, it is a movie about artificial intelligence. And the concept is there's this guy, he's kind of like a Steve Jobs type, um, only less out in the world. And he's invented this 
uh, machine that he believes is capable of of being basically human. And so yeah. he has yeah. one of his employees uh, come and live at his house for a week and, and apply what's called a Turing test to this robot. And the Turing test, or Turing test, is a test that... Um, Basically, the idea is if you're a human and you're interacting with a, a machine of artificial intelligence, if you cannot distinguish its intelligence from a human intelligence, then it passes the test. And normally, the way it would happen is you wouldn't be able to see the machine. You'd just sort of you'd either talk behind a wall or type to it, and it would type back to you. Um, and no machine currently in our, our world has passed this test. Because human thought is too complex. Um, but the concept of this movie is that they have developed this robot, Ava, that is capable of, of working on a near-human, if not human, if not post-human level um, with her intelligence. And so it's just this fantastic like love story, and it's also kind of like a manipulation story, and there's a little bit... I mean, there's some murder and some some... Uh, sexual shenanigans that are probably not okay, um, but it's all within this realm of of are people ready for this thing to happen? And by when he means like a love story, he's talking like a robot being so human like that you can't tell that it's not human and you're falling for it. Right, even though you know it's a machine. Yeah, and that's the part that was just the the greatest part of it to me was that he knew he knew she was a machine, and he still could not help but to fall for her. And I don't want to give any more spoilers away, but that yeah. was that was one of the parts that was so excellent to me was watching this slow, and then also the part um, there's this part where he questions whether or not he's a machine because her humanity is so human that he's not <laughs> sure if if he's fake or real. Humanity does, is so human. Mm-hmm. Does um does the female robot know she's a robot? Yes. Okay. Now this movie sounds a lot like that. Uh, what's that fucked up movie? The guy who played Johnny Cash. She falls in love with his computer. Her. Yeah, her. That that's the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it like that? I do not know. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I've never seen it either. But I think. I think it's similar in the romantic part of it where the robot is capable of of showing enough love back that the man is he falls for her um but I think it's much darker I think it's much less of a of a a happy story of man and machine you know getting it on it's more of which a, one's a less happy one uh, X Machina, yeah, is okay. much less happy. Oh yeah, I think. Um, it's got this really gritty tone, and all the colors are washed out. It's just, it's everything about it is just great, in my opinion. <laughs> so, and Rotten Tomatoes agrees with me. It's got a ninety-two percent. So, yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, I would watch it. Um, right now, if you have Amazon Prime, it is available for free to watch. That or you can just watch it on my Blu-ray. True. <laughs> so uh, if anybody who's listening wants to watch it on Colin's Blu-ray. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if you know me and you want to watch it, you can. Uh, 
So it actually, it looks like it's pretty inexpensive on iTunes as well, only about 99 cents for probably the low res version. <clears throat> so. Oh, wow. Well, it says from, so that's probably the soundtrack. I bet it's three ninety nine. Still, not bad. So, I'd give it a watch. It's about an hour and a half. An uh, hour and 50 minutes, but... It's going to seem like a lot longer, but... And that's how some movies play. Mm-hmm. But it's not—it's not in a bad way. It's just—it—it's yeah. so well paced. I think. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's just me. I mean, did it seem longer than that to you, Joe? Um, it didn't. But I was doing a lot of other things while I was watching it, like washing okay. dishes and stuff, and so I could measure time more easily. Gotcha, gotcha. So, but it was just—it was great. It was I. I want to watch it again, like three or four more times at least. <laughs> so, I would recommend it. Yeah, definitely. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll check it out. I, I can't promise that, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah. So hey, I will. You know, uh, your interest. At, at the risk of not sounding like a feminist, um, <laughs> uh, there's boobs in it, so. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you if know that's the... what it takes to get you to watch it, it's a really you know great the way film. To my heart, Joe. <laughs> There's just full on nudity in it. There is. There is this quite a bit. Of... Five hour long documentary, but there's at least one boob in it. I'm there. <laughs> full frontal nudity. Nope, I just need one boob. Uh, Aztec Warriors of the Amazon, huh? <laughs> All right. I, I just I just need I just need the concept of knowing. I guarantee that there's at least one boob. I'm sold. Don't even care. All right, that was the answer I was hoping for because it's a film that will enrich your soul. Excellent. This is like, <laughs> but these uh these boobs you see there, and I mean that's coming off the uh, computer, right? The robot. It is. They are robot. Yeah. They're robot boobs. They are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They don't look like robot boobs. <laughs> no, they don't. It's actually very convincing skin material, and I'm. Yeah. Actually, like, <laughs> that's the worst part about the way my brain works. I'm sitting here watching it and going, how did he make that material? What sort of <laughs> sensors are embedded in that? <laughs> oh. oh, my God. But yeah. Or if you're a fan of uh, uh, both, both the male leads in this film uh, are in the new Star Wars. So if that's what hooks you Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. The uh, oh, the oh, genius adventure guy. The new Star Wars. I haven't seen it yet. No, go see it. What are you doing? Like, get off the call and go to the movie theater. <laughs> okay, bye guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Um, but yeah, Oscar Oscar Isaacs, I think is his name. What's that? Is Poe Dameron in the uh, in Star Wars? Uh, he was the genius inventor with the beard and the shaved head. Yeah. Um, and then the creepy ginger guy whose name I can't remember. Um, uh, it's something Dom Hall. Yeah, it's uh, Dom Hall Gleason. He That's actually it. played in Harry Potter. Who did he play in Harry Potter? One uh, of the Weasleys? I, yeah, Bill Weasley. No kidding. Yeah. Holy crap, so, he did. Yeah. Huh. Uh, the other guy is Oscar Isaac. Mm hmm. Yeah, Dom Hall Gleason plays a general in the new Star Wars, and Oscar Isaac plays uh, a uh, TIE fighter. Not a TIE fighter. Uh, uh, 
a pilot. Thank you. An X-wing pilot. Who are you thinking? Are you oh, thinking Maddie. Yourself? Maddie from the other room oh. yells, "A pilot." <laughs> I'm like, I just said damn thing, but you're welcome. Oh, and another. Um, Oscar Isaac is actually playing Apocalypse in the new X-Men movie. No kidding. Yes. So, do you know that um, Harry Potter is going to be in the sequel to Now You See Me? Daniel Radcliffe? Sure. If that's his real name. <laughs> is Now You See Me that magician movie? Yeah. Sweet. I really liked that one. So, yeah, I'll probably go a, see that sequel. He, he'll be in the sequel. I think he's like uh I only seen one uh, preview with him in it. I think he's kind of like a, a dopey uh, magician. But it looks good. It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those movies that <clears throat> I'm excited to see this uh, this year, along with the um, the Marvel movies that we t- talked about last week. Oh, definitely. So, mm-hmm. There's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of good movies coming out. I mean, there's I mean I think there's at least ten of them this year. I definitely want to see with. You know, obviously the six Marvel. Um, now you see me too. Um, I can't remember the one movie with The Rock and um, Kevin Hart in it. Oh. I can't remember what it's called, but that looks. Yeah, funny. that looks surprisingly good. good. Yeah. Uh, what else is coming out this year? It's actually really good. I don't know, but there, I, I mean, definitely want to see uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Matt Smith's going to be great in that. Right? Yeah. I mean, now is that is that movie that's coming out like to theaters? That straight to DVD? Which one? Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh, I bet it comes know. to theaters. It's going to be in theaters. Was it? Was uh? Was Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? Was that in theaters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know I owned the DVD. I just I. Don't remember if it was in the theaters or not. I actually own the book, which I don't know why I own the book. I don't fucking read. <laughs> but I got the book. So, Travis, the movie you're thinking of is Central Intelligence. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, it was just, oh my God. I think this year is going to be my year for movies because <laughs> there's, so there's so many good ones coming out. And the first one I'm excited to see is. Uh, a uh, Deadpool. I think it's uh, oh, yeah, Deadpool. Like three, like three weeks, I think. Like Was it the the weekend before Valentine's Day, the twelfth? Yeah, the eleventh, I think. Yeah, whatever that uh, Thursday, Friday is, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm at, definitely excited for that. I'm definitely gonna see that. I probably won't see it opening night, but I'll definitely probably see it during the day. I may go see it on Monday since I don't gotta work that Monday. So nice, nice. nice. Yeah, and then I think what. The next one after that is going to be in May when um, Civil War comes out. Nice. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Definitely going to be a, a good year for cinema. Maybe we'll do a couple movie review uh, shows. That'd be groovy. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to say that I'm going to be any, uh, I'm not going to be a, a Ryan on Movie Podcast Weekly, but I'll do my <laughs> best. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Man, there are a lot of movies coming out this year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't even know. I do gotta go see Reverend because I hear that's an amazing movie. Like this weekend? Uh no, I got phones this weekend for work. The Man, Huntsman? You tell Travis to take or Carl to take it for an hour or two. Yeah, Carl won't take it. Uh, maybe if you weren't such a dick to him all the time. <laughs> well, he deserves it. 
Um, no, I mean, we got time. If now we'll just wait for it to come out on uh, DVD. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I hear a lot of good things about it. And from what I hear, it's supposed to be uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's year for uh, an Oscar, I think. I hope it is. That'd be good for him. That would make me happy. Oh, yeah, Zoolander. Damn. Uh, that's one I'm not excited to see. I've never even seen the first one. Oh, the first one's so good. One of my favorites. What 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 makes it good? Uh, the fact that I like it. I, I know, but I mean, like, there's nothing cinematically great about it. <laughs> well, I mean, what is it? It's a it, it's a crime fighting model. It's the humor of it. Um, because he's it's not like I mean it's not like uh, Starsky and Hutch where they set out to be crime fighters. It's uh, uh, Derek Zoolander gets kidnapped and brainwashed by Mugatu, who is Will Will Ferrell's character. Um, and uh, he's, he's brainwashed to kill the Malaysian prime minister to the United States. And uh, in order to escape that, he like shenanigans ensue, basically. And it's just, it's really, it's surprisingly well done for being a very lowbrow comedy movie. I gotcha. So, and I I just think, I think, uh, I can't remember his name for the life of me all of a sudden. The guy who plays Zoolander. Oh, Ben Stiller? It is Ben Stiller. Okay. I kept wanting to say Ben Stein and I knew that was wrong. (laughs) 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 Um, I think Ben Stiller and, and Owen Wilson and Will Ferrell are all so funny in it that it's just, I I don't know. It's great. It's really, and and Ben Stiller's dad is in it, which is great too. Oh yeah, Jerry Stiller. Yeah, yeah. I fucking that that guy is funny. I like him. Yeah, he's one of the best parts of the movie, in all honesty. So, oh, it's good. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty funny. I don't know if it's good. I don't know what makes a movie good, but I enjoyed it. I've never not enjoyed watching it. So. Oh, yeah. if if it tickles your fancy, why not, man? Right. Exactly. So I didn't I didn't watch it because of the concept. I watched it because it was on TV once, and I've never looked back. Yeah, I think um, I think I saw a um, like a little skit of uh, not a skit, but okay, which we call it a clip of the movie on TV and. I don't know what I can't remember what the scene was, but it looked like Zoolander was about to cry because somebody said something about him. <laughs> that's I, probably what I, happened. That's exactly what happened. But I think I think I'd do something with uh, with a commercial he was in, like commercial on TV. <laughs> yeah, he dresses as like a mermaid and does like mermaid things, selling perfume. Merman. Right, because someone yeah. said he was a mermaid. And he said merman. Then he looks back, says merman again, with like a tear in his fucking eye, and then like runs off. Mm-hmm. Well, because it, of course it, it's not going to be a good modeling, male model movie if there isn't like conflict with the uh, hardworking, blue-collar, uh, coal-mining dad and the 
uh, not as hardworking, seemingly uh, flippish uh, model son, you know? Yeah. Male model son, not like, oh, he's a good son. No, terrible son. <laughs> but um well one more thing I wanted to do before uh before we uh finish off here um I want to talk a little uh, a little bit about uh superstition being this is uh, our 13th episode and everything I figured the luckiest thing we could do is talk about unlucky uh situations fantastic um Joey, how do you feel about um, superstitions? You know, bad luck things like broken mirrors, uh, cats walking across your path, uh, walking underneath ladders. So, generally, I could care less about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is like a tiny little part of me that's like really, really superstitious, even though I don't want to be. Like every time I accidentally spill salt, I throw some over my shoulder. Okay, Carl. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I think it's literally just my because my folks did it and instilled it in me, and so it's just something I do now. Mm-hmm. But then there's this part of me that's like, so the reason you're supposed to do that is because the devil made you spill the salt, and so by flinging it over your left shoulder, you're throwing it in the devil's eye. And there's this part of me that's like, you know, I don't care if it's true or not, but if I had the chance to throw salt in the devil's eye, I should take it, right? Yeah. So... Right. I don't know. Like, I don't believe in it, but it's hard not to take that opportunity at the same time. And it makes me feel weird when I don't. No, I, 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 get, I get what you're saying. You know, it's like, it's, I see, I've never been, and I, I, I guess when you think about it more, you know, like with me, uh, I, I really don't believe in like those whole bad luck things and all that shit, but I don't recall ever walking underneath a ladder. Um, and I know I'm very careful with mirrors, but I mean, I could just be me being me, but I mean, like superstitions right. and everything that I think, you should, I think, I think the whole concept of superstition, I think people looked at something on what you're not supposed to do and say, Hey, if you do it, it's bad luck. I think it's a way for fucking people to right. make sure they're watchers. Like, Oh, don't break the mirror. You get seven years bad luck. It's like, we well, don't want to break a mirror to begin with. Right. You don't want to break a mirror because when they were invented, they were really expensive. Yeah. You know, you don't want to walk underneath the ladder because, well, yeah, maybe it's bad luck or the fact that you're going to end up hurting yourself by either knocking into it or if somebody's on it, they're going to fall off. Right. And that's not bad luck. That's just stupidity. Right. No, definitely. Um, The black cat thing, I just don't get. I think that's probably with witches and how it it had to do with witches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The salt thing, I get what you're saying, the whole devil thing. Um, There's actually a website that um, I found. It's called uh, funfacts.com. And uh, they actually have a bunch of categories on here, not only for superstitions, but, you know, just facts about animals, celebrities, uh, languages, religion, science, space, sports, technology, film, weather, weird facts, weird laws, countries, places, so on and so forth. Fart facts. (laughs) Um, I'm going to read through some of these superstitions. I want to know your guys' opinions on them. And now that I see it, I'm also going to read off some fart facts, too. (laughs) So how do you this, how do you spell the? Uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be f u n f a c t z dot com. dot com. Gotcha. I was trying to get there so that I could put a link in the show notes, and I was failing miserably. 
All right, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna go back and forth between you guys, and uh, I'm gonna read off some superstitions, and I just want agree or disagree. Okay, um, actually, I'm just gonna read them to both of you guys. You both give me your opinion. Uh, pirates, <laughs> Perfect. Pirates believe that piercing the ear with such precious metals as silver and gold improves one eyesight. No. No. Um, if you catch a falling leaf on the first day of autumn, will you not catch a cold all winter? No. I don't know. I never tried. Probably not, though. It probably wouldn't work. Uh, placing a hat on the bed is apparently bad luck. No. I wouldn't know. I've never placed a hat on the bed. <laughs> placing keys on the table is considered unlucky. Oh, I hope not. That might be where all my bad luck comes from. I always put my keys Do on the table. Do it every day. <laughs> um, before traveling, a person should apparently sit on their luggage. Huh. Why? I don't know. Probably to keep people from stealing it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Two people breaking a wishbone is said to lead to good luck for the person with the larger piece. I've heard that. Oh, see, I always heard it was make a wish, and whoever gets the larger piece wins. Like, they win their wish. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Did you ever do that? Uh, I'm sure I did as a kid. Um, Most recently I did it, and... um, I think it was Maddie and I broke a wishbone at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And we both, like, the way it broke, uh, it actually broke into three pieces where we both had equal pieces and then a third piece flew off into the atmosphere and we don't know what happened to it. <laughs> so into the atmosphere. Right? That's what it felt like. You know, I don't know. You know what it that was? was? It, what's that? You know, you know what that was? What's that? That was, uh, that was God saying you both lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Like boom, I win. No, nah, probably it's probably something sweet like, you know, you guys are so perfect for each other that you deserve everything, not Aww. just one over the other. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. <laughs> right. Um well here you go, Joe. Uh once a wedding ring has been placed on the finger, it's considered bad luck to remove it. Well, I'm in a lot of trouble because I take it off every time I do dishes. <laughs> like a lot of people do. Um It's probably bad luck to lose it when you take it off your finger. That's probably <laughs> Drop it down the... I do I do often, like, <laughs> most of the time I take it off and put it in the same place. Every once in a while, I'll slip it into my pocket, and then I'll, like, freak out when I go to try and find it, because it's not where it's supposed to be. <laughs> I'll see here. Um, possibly, it's bad luck to leave a house. It's bad luck to leave a house through a different door than the one you used to come into. Huh. That sounds strange. Uh, according to an age-old custom, carrying a dead shrew in your pocket words off R-H-E-U-M-A-T-I-S-M. Rheumatism. There we go. So like arthritis. Oh. So carry a dead shrew in your pocket, and there you go. In some parts of England, rum is used to wash a baby's head for good luck. Hmm. Nice. Um, I believe if all candles on a birthday cake are blown out with one breath, while making a silent wish, the wish will come true. You know, I've been given that one the 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 old college try for twenty four years. <laughs> it's never worked out. Ah, uh, see here. 
Oh, here's the ladder one we were talking about. If one walks underneath the ladder, they said to bring bad luck. Sometimes it says it can be undone by immediately walking backwards back underneath the ladder. Huh. Do you have to walk? You, so you said you have to walk backwards through the ladder? Yep. As soon as you walk through the ladder, you have to walk backwards back through the ladder. So don't turn around and walk. Oh, no. He's not, no that's just double bad luck. They need to Jeez. Jeez, that sounds like... That sounds like it would be worse bad luck because you might really knock the ladder that time because you're going backwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, one more, and then we're going to do fart facts. We'll just do a couple of fart facts. Uh, <laughs> is, bad luck, is bad luck to put new shoes on a bed or a table comes from the tradition of dressing a corpse in new clothes and shoes and laying them out so everyone can give the respect. Interesting. So you can't, put, can't put new shoes on a bed or a table. I have heard that about the table. And I do generally avoid it, but I've never, like, cared if I did put new shoes on the table. Like, oh, darn it, I did that thing I'm not supposed to do. Oh, well. (laughs) I'm going to read a couple fart fart facts here so we can all learn about farts. Fantastic. Chewing gum can make a person fart more. Huh. Oh, that makes sense because you're, like, imbibing more air. Mm Mm-hmm. If you hold farts in during the day, they'll come out in your sleep. Uh, I could see that, I suppose. Uh, how did farts enter your bloodstream and are bad for your body? <laughs> no way. So it says, wow. um, women average seven farts a day, men about 12. Huh. I'm surprised it's not equal. I know, right? Or equality. <laughs> I'd imagine it all has to deal with diet. It probably does. Well, I think what it is, I think if you give women more beans and guys less beans, then maybe it'll balance out the concept of how many times you have to fart. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Let's see if I can find one more. And then uh, I want to talk a little uh, little bit about Twitter. Um, oh, farts are flammable. We all know that. Yeah, right. The word fart comes from the old English ferrotan, meaning to break wind. Huh. That's amazing. Termites are the largest producers of farts. Okay, I'm done. I did know that. I did not know that, but that's good to know now. <laughs> um, cool. All right, real quick, uh, before we end the show, um, and we start doing our thing, I want to talk a little about uh, Twitter. Um, I mentioned it last week. I kind of want to mention it again about this um, this group that uh, we're following. Um, obviously, you can find us on uh, Twitter, this freaking show. But we're currently following a uh, group called uh, Potter and Family. And Potter and Family is basically an open community of podcasters that are helping one another out. Um, basically, um, you start following uh, Potter and Family. You uh, hashtag Potter and Family in all your tweets. And then the whole concept is is that the other podcasts that are attached to this will um, retweet like and uh follow you to kind of help get you out there and get you well known um it has uh helped us out a lot um like i mean i don't know if you guys uh look at the tweets a lot lately um but we definitely increased uh, our following a lot and i think it has to do a lot with uh the potter and family group um i uh, i've talked to um, a lot of great people off of this um a lot of people I would actually hope one day to uh, get on the show, talk a little more to and a little more about because they're all amazing people. And it, it amazes me how, I mean, before even doing this, how I never listened to like 
these podcasts before, and I kind of regret it now because I mean, like they've been out here for so long, and they are the funniest thing that I've ever fucking heard. That's fantastic. Um, but um, definitely want to get to talking to them more. Uh, definitely, you know, if you if you're a podcaster out there, you're looking to do a podcast or something in the future. Uh, definitely look up Potter Family on Facebook. It's just hashtag Potter Family. Um, let's see here. I think that's about it. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, like us there. That's awesome. Uh, you guys got anything else? No. No. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do the my favorite part because I like hearing Joe talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe. Yeah. Every Wednesday, um, oh shoot, I was gonna forget. Um, uh, talking, uh, talking with um, our editor, our editor uh, earlier today. Uh, with the way everything is, how everything's looking, our shows are actually gonna start being released on Thursdays now. Oh yeah, so that's probably good. so for uh, so for everyone to know, um, our shows can be found every Thursday now instead of Wednesdays. Um, I know, I know, it's gonna break everyone's heart knowing they have to wait one extra day. Um, but you know we're. We're all we're all working guys. Um, this isn't the only thing we do, uh, so unfortunately we have to make time to do everything. And compromise since since we obviously all don't live near or around each other, we gotta try to make it everything work. So um, we're gonna f- structure it a little bit better, and we're gonna release the shows. I'm hoping uh, Thursday mornings. Groovy at the earliest, but um, so to correct what I was about to do. Uh, <clears throat> Hey Joe. Hey, what's up? Um, obviously, uh, every Thursday from now on, people could find you here at this freaking show. But mm-hmm. where can they find you Saturday mornings? Every Saturday morning, you can find me over at the Geekcast Live podcast. Uh, you can find us at our new domain, GCL Ninja. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching Geekcast Live. And uh, on Facebook, you can both join our group and like our page. So we encourage both. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Before I close out, I did want to mention one more thing that I just forgot about until just now. Um, Earlier this week, and by earlier this week, I mean last night, I actually um, used Twitter for something I never used it for. I did a poll. And I wanted to ask what people believe was the most ridiculous superstition uh, between walking under ladders, uh, black hats crossing their path, spilling salt, and broken mirrors. And as it turns out, that people think that the spilled salt thing is the most ridiculous uh, really? superstition. Yeah. That's excellent for my ego. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, <laughs> I would have picked the cats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, going from one to four, it looks like it's spilling salt, black cat. Uh, broken mirror and actually walking under ladder is the least ridiculous. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. It's a crazy fucking world we live in, isn't it? It really is. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, you can find us on Facebook at this freaking show. You can, uh, look us up on Twitter, at this freaking show. You can find all our episodes, not only at this freaking show.com, but now you can also find it on Twitter or I'm sorry, not Twitter iTunes. You can still find us on Twitter too, but our shows you find on iTunes. Um, make sure while you're there at iTunes, you do give us a review and you rate us. You know, tell us how we're doing, how awesome we are, how funny we are. Um, as always, I am Travesty. I'm Awkward Kyle. And I'm Geekcast Joe. Thank you for tuning into this freaking show. I'm out.